You're listening to the Holistic Spaces podcast brought to you by Mindful Design Feng Shui School. Episode 219, Feng Shui True Stories. Welcome to episode 219 of the Holistic Spaces podcast, where we hope to inspire, educate, and empower you to create your own holistic spaces that nurture and resonate with you. Angie Cho and Laura Morris are the founders of the Mindful Design Feng Shui School. We teach Feng Shui online at mindfuldesignschool.com. You can check us out there at our website. You can also sign up for our mailing list there. We have special free workshops and different opportunities to ask questions. And all that can be found at our website at mindfuldesignschool.com. And in case you didn't know, we actually teach a Feng Shui certification program. And today we have a really special episode where we're doing a podcast panel with three of our program graduates. So Laura is going to tell you more about that. Welcome everybody. Hey, hi. I'm going to introduce you guys in a sec. So yeah, as Angie said, this is the third time we've done this recently where we're doing what we're calling a podcast panel. We invite graduates of our program. They're all certified feng shui consultants from the Mindful Design Feng Shui School. And we're really happy to have them here. And we give them a question or a topic that we all discuss together. And it's been really fun. And it's been a really great way to one, showcase our grads. And two, it's just nice conversations to have. So today we have with us on the panel, Sarah Geralds and her um, handle for Instagram is maybe it's feng shui, Deeds Haska, and her handle is inner groove at inner groove. And then Lina Levas. And her handle is at Feng Shui Architect10. And we're going to link to all of these in our uh, show notes, as well as uh, in Instagram, we'll have a little link. And Feng Shui Architect10 is, uh, is Norwegian because Sarah, where are you joining me from first? We'll go to Sarah. Sarah, where are you coming from? Austin, Texas. Okay. And Deeds, where are you coming from? Today, I'm in Crested Butte, Colorado. Okay. And Lena, where are you joining us from? I'm joining you from Norway. Cool. Okay. So, and I'm going to spell feng shui architect in just because it's feng shui and then A-R-K-I-T-E-K-T-E-N. Yes. Yeah. Nailed it. I like, I like the facial expression. I'm like, it's like, it's like, I'm trying to get it. Okay. Did it. So today's topic is feng shui's true stories. So we asked each of you to share something that speaks to the power of the practice. When you start to learn this modality and when we've all kind of been on this feng shui journey, some of us are different, you know, different points in our journey. There comes times when, you know, things happen, you're either, either it's to you personally, or maybe you're working with a client or something that you've learned and you're like, okay, wow, this really does work, this practice. And it could be an aha moment. It could be something that, you know, an adjustment that you did or something. It's just, you know, when you start to do the practice, and you start to actually put it into place, there can be some surprising results and really fun things. And 
we sometimes forget about that. It, feng shui is a fun thing to talk about and it's really can be quite complex. And we talk a lot about, you know, the five elements or moving this there or cleaning this or clearing that. But it's important to remember that at the heart of it, feng shui can really have a, a, a significant impact on your life. And that's why we're all here, right? So Angie, do you want to start the discussion group? I will. So we're going to start with Sarah. So hi, Sarah. Hi, Angie. Hi, Laura. Thanks for having me. It's such an honor. We're so excited to have all three of you. So could you please share with us a feng shui experience or story that both surprised and delighted you? Oh, yeah, I have a I have a story. <laughs> I mean, my my journey with feng shui, I think, started in high school, you know, when when there was a lot of you couldn't control the things going on outside of your home. You know, you couldn't control your parents, your brother, your teachers, your schedule very much. But the place where I found a lot of balance was in my bedroom. And I remember having these wooden floors and I would slide my furniture across the floors and rearrange things all the time and just feel the shifts. And that's, it's a place where I found a lot of, you know, comfort and harmony. And I, I ended up getting straight A's and, and going off to college. And then I was originally pre-med, but I switched to becoming a film major because one of my professors introduced me to the idea of filmmaking and the art of placement on the screen. And that when we make movies, everything is intentional. You know, we all we all have movies and our favorite shows. And there's some scenes that like really evoke something from us. And how do they do that? You know, that's it's through lighting, it's through colors and shapes. And it all kind of like, it hit me, you know, it reaffirmed something that I just innately knew, you know, and I think it's about like the feng shui, but we're using it on the screen to affect our audience. So fast forward, I'm in LA, living the dream, uh, working way too many hours, really going at the grind, trying to make it in the industry. But until you get on some really big shows, you're really in the trenches, you know, and I, I wanted that big break, that big career break. And I thought, what about feng shui? So I looked it up on the Internet and I found the Bagua, the energy map, and which you lay over your floor plan. And when I looked at the tiny apartment I was living in, my career and life path area happened to be my closet, which, like most of us, has a lot of stuff in it. And so it said the top of your closet should always be clear because that represents your future and the things that you are reaching for metaphorically and literally. So I said, okay, I cleaned out my apartment or my closet and up there on the top shelf, I wanted to put something that related to my career. And so I had an eight millimeter film strip of a zombie movie I made in college and I put it in a clear picture frame being a little cheeky about it. And the light shining through it is really pretty. So I put this zombie picture frame in the top of my closet and it didn't take long at all. I was, I was having lunch with a friend and I was like, you know, I really want to get out of this grind. I want to work on a show that everybody knows that they've all seen and love. I want to like be able to brag about my job. And I would love to move back to Austin because Austin inspires me. I want a home. I want a dog. I want some more life balance and I get a phone call and they say, hey, Sarah, are you available to work on this date? And I said, yeah, that's the date I'm available to start. And they said, great. Would you like to come to Austin and work on Fear the Walking Dead? Which a lot of people know, it's a really popular zombie TV show. 
And I thought, how ridiculous is this? I put a zombie film thing in my career center and got the call to work on a big, big zombie TV show in Austin of all places. And so now here I am. My resume looks great. I have a home in Austin and everything else is kind of the trajectory I went on has changed my entire life. You know, I'm in a good relationship. I have a beautiful home. I'm in a city that inspires me and I still do a little bit of feng shui or I mean a little bit of film work, but it's mostly feng shui now because I totally believe in it and I'm getting opportunities for other up levels in my career to um, even become an executive producer on something. So it's just one elegant, tiny little thing that I did changed everything. And that's what I think is really, really cool about this practice. It's like, you can have fun with it. You could be cheeky with it. As long as you have an intention, it can change everything. And it's really fun to see that play out in my life, but also with, you know, feng shui clients that I have and friends that I have that are doing feng shui to see you know, the amazing things that are happening to them too. So, and uh, did you, yeah. did you want to share anything with about clients? Did you have some examples? Do you oh have my gosh, I, I do. I have two, one client I've been working with since I started the course. So even before I had my website up, we've been working together about 14 months. This client was at rock bottom with everything So we've been plugging at it. We renovated the bathroom, which is in their career and life path area. And they just signed a contract, a multi-million dollar contract. They became a multimillionaire overnight. It took 14 months of work, but overnight multimillionaire. And they were having a really good time shopping for houses right now, (laughs) to say the least. Yeah. Um, And I have another client who just told me that in his home, his house feels like a home and chaos has become harmony. And him and his teenage son have bonded like they've never bonded before, actually talking about the concept of feng shui because he wanted to rearrange the furniture in his son's room. And he said it changed everything in his house. So I'm just really, really happy to hear stories mm-hmm. like that coming. People. Yeah, it makes it worthwhile, right? You just you it's it's pretty yeah. cool when you get uh, client stories like that and I think that's this practice. It sometimes you can hear these like fantastic stories. I mean, it's amazing, you know, money and all this stuff and it's great, but you know, I think at the heart of each of those stories that you talked about was this awareness. It a lot of us kind of just walk through the world and don't think about these things. They don't we don't think about how important our space can be to supporting us and to helping us reach our goals. But when you sit down and you start to actually focus on it, and as you demonstrated in your stories, like, you know, feng shui gives you the tools where you can stop, reflect, see what that might be affecting, and then intentionally make an adjustment. And so it's, it's, it's pretty simple at the heart of it, but, um, but can be really powerful. And I think your stories were great. Thank you. I enjoyed them. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much, Sarah. And next up we have Deeds. So Deeds, could you please share with us a feng shui experience or story that both surprised and delighted you? Absolutely. I'm I'm so grateful to be here. Thank you so much for having me. So the allure, or I, I'm going back to the beginning basically, but the allure, what what drew me to feng shui was specifically the word energy. I was in a major year of fluctuation and transformation. And looking at it from a nine-star key perspective, I was in my five-year. 
So this was 2020. And so of course the whole world was also experiencing, you know, major change as, as a collective. But at the time I was working as an interior design consultant, which, which was a new career path for me. So I was still feeling it out and I happened to be scrolling on Instagram and I saw the words where energy meets design. I felt an instant connection to it. And that's when I met you guys. So a couple months later, I had my first feng shui consultation with you, Angie. And because of the timing in, and you know, the world was in isolation. So it was a little bit to my advantage that I was able to you know, turn the noise down and let distractions and those outside influences sort of fade away. And I was able to, with your guidance in that consultation, tune in and make some major shifts in my life. So I began to quickly draw more helpful people into my life. I was able to establish some boundaries and really began to gain some clarity. So since then, things have changed. And I think what has mostly changed is my home. I have moved into a different space, but it all started in the home where I was at the time. But the the program for me, you know, so after, you know, binge listening to the podcast and taking in as much free content as, as you and Laura have to, to offer, I finally joined the certification program. And, you know, it, it'll be a lifelong practice for me, but it, I was able to take a diver deep into um, feng shui. So I've definitely taken other certification courses. And I just have to say that this one is legit. It exceeded my expectations. You guys did everything, absolutely everything you said that you were going to do and more. So I still, even as a graduate, of the program, find myself every Monday morning, jumping in my car, psyched to go to work so that I could listen to the podcast. So I'm such a nerd, but I'm just like, it's my best friend is funny. She, she says it's um because it set, came so not that it came quickly to me, but the practice just seemed so familiar. And I just took it in so quickly. Um, she said it was like a soul remembering like from a past life, which I, I think is cool. I just have that strong connection to it. So, mm-hmm. but, and we just, you know, I appreciate the knowledge and wisdom um, that you both have generously, you know, passed on to me and and all of your students. So, yeah. No, it was great. Thank you, Deeds. Now, okay. So you were, I, w- I don't want to say you were client, but because I mean, you remember you, you were in all of our like little workshops and all these things. And it was great. And you were just, we knew you, right. And then you finally joined the program, which was amazing. So you started with that consultation with Angie that you did some specific adjustments and then did that kind of awaken you to say, I'm going to do this now shifting your kind of direction. Or did you think like, was it the the beginning or? Yeah, it, there there was some spark that happened and I had been doing a little bit of the work already, mm-hmm. but as things started to gain momentum and happen, I didn't even re- like at the time I didn't even realize like, oh, that's that's the work, that's the feng shui, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't like over the past few years it was easy. I mean, I I had to do all the work, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we still have to do the work. It's it there's no um you know, magic wand or anything like yeah. that. But yeah, basically I just started to see things that I, that were my focus. And that I was working on, I, I started to see slowly come, come to fruition. But what, what I do have to say, and, and I, I tell my clients this now is 
when we're setting these intentions is, is not to limit yourself, you know, to have an open heart and an open mind. And that's really what I had to do and just allow, you know, some patience as well and grace along the way. Yeah. Cause you don't really know how it's going to show up, right? You kind of mm-hmm. have to be open for it. Yeah. yeah. And I don't want to put you on the spot. Was it, but is there any specific adjustment you did maybe that stood out to you that really seemed like a big aha or interesting impact that you can think of that you'd share with us? Do you want me to share the specific adjustment you gave me? Sure. If you think, I mean, if it's a transcendental one, you can kind of generalize it. Okay. Well, again, I, I was probably my whole life. I've, I've just had a really difficult time asking for help of others and accepting help from others. So I think one of the adjustments that you gave me at the time really opened me up to be, again, begin to draw more helpful people into my life. And that, that was everything, especially at that time. I wish I could remember what I told you. <laughs> it's probably connecting heaven and earth, right? Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. All right. So they don't, I mean, if, if you know, well, you know, if you don't yeah. know, you don't know. So right. it's okay. You're not giving anything away. Right. And it was interesting because now, now that I've um, learned more from you guys, you did have me set it up in my office space, which, which is different from, from other situations. So, and that, that's again, just, yeah, from the outside, I'm sure people looking at even close people to me probably are like, oh yeah, nothing changes much with Jeets or whatever. But internally I'm, I'm, you know, on the inside looking out and yeah, yeah. My whole Mm -hmm. world has changed in that time frame. Yes, we've all we've all drank the Kool-Aid here. <laughs> and we're never looking noticed. back. Yeah. Yeah. We're yeah. just morning people. Right. And and what's what's amazing now is is the fact that I get to share it. And so now seeing some of my clients, I'm providing them with with guidance and and feng shui adjustments and things like that. And to see their results as well is, you know, it's pretty amazing. It is amazing. And it, it and like Laura touched upon. Like we saw, we would see you, you'd come to all of the, all of our free things. You you did some class consultations and I kept saying like, Laura, when is she going to join? I'm like, (laughs) and I remember there was one class where it wasn't full. So I sent you a little note and it wasn't the right time for you. And when it was, you did join and we're, we're, we were so glad that you did because we really knew that this was something that resonated with you deeply. And we just saw you your face just showed up all the time and your name showed up all the time. And so we're just so, so glad that now you're part of our family. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Uh, yeah, it's, it's really great to be in this community. Yes. And I hope to see you more on Wednesdays. Yes, I hope so too. And by the way, like for any any of your listeners who are, you know, dabbling in feng shui right now, I was not looking to study a new modality. I wasn't looking for teachers. I, you know, I've, it it, it literally just, just came to me at the right time. So much less two teachers, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I feel like with you, it was definitely like, it was something that it was like you were being real, not reeled in by us, but I could see you mm-hmm. were being reeled in and you just couldn't like you couldn't ignore that. This was like you said, like maybe it was a remembrance, something that was very close to you. So we could Lauren, I could see that even before you joined the program. Well, thanks so much, you guys. I yeah, can't say enough about the program and, and everything that you do. Well, thank you so much, Deeds. 
So next up, we have beautiful Lena from Norway. And Lena, can you please share a feng shui experience or story that both surprised and delighted you? Sure. Okay, I'll tell a little bit about my story. So I got introduced to feng shui in 2008 by my mom. And then life went on. I didn't think about it as something that I needed. More it was like her thing. And in 2019, I I came over it again. And by then I had had a career as an architect. I had two children. I had a dog. I had a husband. And life was like looking good. <laughs> But I didn't feel like I was complete in where I was or uh, what I was doing. And I really wanted to do something else. And then I felt like feng shui sort of captured everything that I really loved and just uh, everything put into one practice. So in 2020, I booked a consultation with uh, Laura, like a class consultation. I was not part of the program or anything. So I recently went through my intake form. <laughs> and when you when you're uh, when you book a consultation, you can sort of write down three wishes, like what you wish the universe or what are your desires in life. And I went through them and in the consultation, uh, Laura gave me uh, adjustments to work with them. And uh, it was so cool because everything on that list is now accomplished. And uh, one of the adjustments was my career because I really wanted to like change it, do something else. Uh, but that could incorporate sort of the things that I already knew and already had been doing. Uh, so I remember at that time I was at the home office and um, we looked at my placement uh, and we found out that maybe uh, I should have a separate room for my uh, career. And I remember we looked at the my floor plan and, and found another space. And I was like... Uh, literally in the process of buying a new desk and setting everything up. And then out of the blue, a friend called me or I already knew, but I didn't know it was available, that there was an office available. Because one of the things you told me was that if you're serious about your career, you should do something about it. So I I just, yeah, I I really called in all these changes and then in um, and also on that list was to be part of the program have some mentors and uh, yeah things things worked out in 2020 I signed up for the course in uh, 2022 I graduated uh, yeah now this is my full-time job being a feng shui consultant and yeah. I love it you were in the newspaper in Norway. And Sarah, yeah. I know you were also, we're going to ask you something in a second too. What is the newspaper, the Norwegian newspaper you were in? Vege. Like, Vardenskang. Vege. 
That's like the main newspaper there, right? Yeah, it's one of the biggest newspapers. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. very cool. And there's like a big profile. Of course, I couldn't understand any of it, but it looked fantastic and fabulous. Yeah, um, yeah I remember that consultation. I remember you and I was so excited that you were you were in Norway. And you know, one thing about your consultation, which I'm going to talk about here, which is another kind of a feng shui aha thing is that I remember is, and I bring this example up because sometimes when we look at of lots and like shape, lot shapes and kind of a more advanced way to, to look at things is to look at the shape of things, right? Like, can you see a shape in something like, oh, I, mm -hmm. that looks like a butterfly or that looks like whatever, you know, and then being inspired by that and then maybe doing adjustments that reflect on it. And so you're, because of where you live from what I can remember and it's funny, I remember a lot about your, because I do a lot of them, but I remember it pretty vividly. Your lot shape is quite odd shaped because you live in a very naturalistic, like beautiful, like on the water, like Norway, it's gorgeous. But when we looked at it, it was the shape of a fish. Mm -hmm. And and then we we had it so that, you know, there was all these beautiful woods that were like feeding the fish. And like, I think we talked about like, maybe like, you know, uh, putting an eye on the fish. So to make it more of a fish. And it was just really cool to like feed that abundant goldfish that we envisioned. And I just, that's an example I tell a lot of students because it's a really good example of looking at, you know, shape and being inspired when you're doing the consultation. So I like to, I love hearing that stories, but that's my, that was that, that consultation was one of my feng shui ahas when I looked at that, Ooh. that lot, that was really cool. And I, I also remember Lena, cause when we did, so you did that consultation with Laura before you became a student. And then when you joined the program, I like, we switched off cause I already knew Laura did your home. So then I did your home during the certification. And then I had you, I asked you to make a big change, change. Well, not only change the color of your office, but also change the color of your bedroom. And so did you do that? Yeah, I or I, I worked it not with the colors, but with the elements, like the mm. shapes and uh, some of the colors. Yeah. And that also was a big aha moment for me, learning how to balance uh, the elements. And now I actually, I play around with it so much. Uh, and I think because when I tell people that I work with feng shui, I think in Norway, maybe people like will associate associated to maybe like a Chinese restaurant they think of fountains and they but that's why it's cool to have all my design skills so I instead of uh, telling someone to have a water fountain I will use the water element in a design feature so it will look kind of cool and modern but I also emphasize that of course feng shui is not like a st interior style but you can use it in your design to sort of enhance uh, your dreams and your desires. Yeah. And then you're, you have that beautiful photo of you where you painted your office this really lovely purple color, right? Can you yes. tell us how you picked that color? Yes. Uh, so uh, the purple color is for abundance and feng shui. And also it uh, represents or it's the color of the gua, like in the energy map, the area for wealth and abundance. So when I looked at the floor plan of the whole building where I'm having my office, I'm I'm sitting together with other entrepreneurs. It was actually in that area. So I really wanted to enhance it. So I painted it purple. And another cool thing is that we were supposed to have an open house. So two days before, I just 
changed the angle of my um of my desk and i told my coworkers that okay this is cool let's see what's going to happen now and the day after i appeared in the <laughs> newspaper so oh, that that was oh pretty my gosh. awesome yeah you totally called it in yeah hope so yeah sarah, uh sarah you have a story too cuz you were recently in a pretty a good publication as well the houston chronicle right I was. I got a surprise phone call out of the blue from Kyrie O'Connor, who's an editor for the Houston Chronicle. And uh, she was doing a feature for the Lunar New Year and reaching out to feng shui specialists. And she found my name. I believe it was either on your directory or the International Feng Shui Guild's Mm -hmm. directory. But I was in good company with a few other feng shui artists as well. She was asking us all for our different perspectives on the lunar new year, which is really interesting because everyone who practices a different style of feng shui or has different experiences comes with different superstitions, different practices. But yeah, it was really an honor to be featured in in an article. It was the first time I felt like I was breaking out and being Mm -hmm. seen. Yeah. You've been really lighting your fire chi up lately. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, so, and I wanted to close with one last story from Sarah, because I, I, I know Sarah has a really great personal story about plants. Well, okay. (laughs) Lighting up my fire chi. Um, (laughs) Angie gave me a feng shui cure once because I was afraid to step out and get visible and get seen. And she said, um, my home, my back porch was an extension of my fame and reputation area of my floor plan. So why don't I go plant nine plants from from seed and see them grow. And when they come to fruition is when I'll feel ready to be seen. And so I did, I did that practice. And yeah, I guess it took, you know, a whole season, but I had that intention watching the plants grow and they sprouted within like two to four days, Angie. Like those seeds were so ready to be born. Uh, so those plants grew and, and yeah, here I am. It, it was really helpful for that to get me out here and more comfortable being visible. I needed some time. I needed a season. Good. And, um, you know, it's so interesting. It's like Laura and I were talking, Laura and I were talking how we do so we, we've done this for a while now and we're, we're just always so amazed at like all these wonderful stories that we hear from, from the graduates and all these life-changing experiences that people have. So thank you, the three of you both for sharing, yeah, thanks, guys. sharing your stories with us. And Laura, do you have anything you want to add? No, I think it was really good. I like that we got Sarah to, Sarah um, giggling there at the end and we put her on the spot. We we just, you know, we put gasoline on her fire cheat. No, it was good. I think it was, you guys were all great. Thank you so much for sharing your stories. They were really good. Deeds, did you want to add anything? You just unmuted. No? Uh, oh. No, no. Yeah. No, thank you guys. That, as you know, and I know Sarah and Lene don't know, but I had a horrible, horrible um, stage fright of Zoom when I be- began <laughs> the certification program. And one of the things that I was working on with Laura for my class consultation was communication. So this, yeah, I was pretty nervous for this. So thanks for getting me <laughs> out of my comfort zone. Good. And you know what I say in class to turn on, you have to turn on your cam. I made all of you turn on your cameras, right? Yep. Yes. Well, thank you so much, everyone. And thank you so much listeners for listening to this episode of the Holistic Spaces podcast. You can tune in every week for a new podcast episode. And if you like the podcast and this episode, please share it with others. 
You could subscribe, leave a review. You can always support the podcast by checking out our certification, just like these three beautiful ladies did. And we'd love to have you. We have a certification starting very soon. It's going to be the last one for 2023. So we hope to see you in class. You can check it out by visiting mindfuldesignschool.com. So thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next week.